Hello again and welcome back to Marketing with Purpose. My name is Monica Pitts and today I want to focus on giving you the best start that I can for this coming marketing year by helping you take inventory of what you already have so you can make the most of what you have. Because when it comes to marketing, we all start where we are and that's totally okay. Like it's okay if you don't have everything that you want and need to do the exact marketing that you want to do for your company right now. You should just pat yourself on the back for being exactly where you are. But what's not okay is when we do all the work to move forward and build marketing assets, but we don't use them because we never took that next step. Then all those hard-earned assets are about as useful for growing your business as the change that's sitting under your couch cushions is for buying Starbucks. I mean, you earned that money, but you can't use it when it's hibernating in the crevices of your couch. So whether you put an email sign-up form on your site and then forget all about it and don't send an email to any of those contacts for years, or you set up a PayPal account to collect payments but never remember to transfer the money into your bank account, each one of these situations is pretty darn painful. I have actually personally forgotten every single one of the items on this checklist at least once and absolutely learned the hard way exactly how crappy it feels to forget those final steps to put our marketing assets into play. So let's take a look at my list of misadventures so you can learn from my mistakes instead of making them yourself. Let's do our marketing inventory checklist so you can make the most of what you have and make this coming year even better by starting where you are and not where you were at the beginning of the year. Let's get to business. If you're a natural born marketer, you're one lucky son of a gun. If you're like most people, marketing, especially online marketing, is about as appealing as standing in a police lineup. The May Create team of creatives has transformed websites and digital marketing from craptastic to fantastic since 2005. Our podcast, Marketing with Purpose, makes sense of marketing so you can make purposeful decisions instead of carrying on with the same old crap you've been doing. And now your host, Monica Pitts, founder of May Create, with another episode on how to make your marketing not suck. So this episode is a checklist, and because it's a checklist, I absolutely wrote a blog post about it. Because if you're like me, you're listening in your car, and that means that anything that you feel is important, you're going to be like jotting down on this teeny tiny like receipt that you found in your cup holder. And that's totally not safe, friends. So instead, you can go out to makecreate.com and you can get this blog post and it's, it's all written out and all of these items are there for you to use and, and learn from. All right. When I say marketing inventory checklist, does that even make sense? See, I think of all the things that you have that you can contact people with, build relationships with, and basically reach out and touch people with as assets in your marketing, right? So your email list, your social media following, you know, even your client list, these are all assets that you have for marketing. And I did a whole episode about all these different things that you can very creatively use to market yourselves. But so I won't go into all of them now, but that's what I'm talking about. So taking inventory over what you have. Now, I, so one thing I do have to call myself out on is right now I'm recording in my basement because I am in COVID lockdown again. And yes, it is totally December of 2021 and I am in COVID lockdown. 
And so my husband, he's working behind me and you're going to hear him like typing away and like occasionally clicking on his mouse because I have this amazing microphone that picks up everything. And I set up my aerial mats like all around me. So I'm like encased in the equivalent of gymnastics mats to try to limit the sound. And I talked to my audio guy, John, and I was like, John, this is terrible. Like, you can totally hear him typing behind me. And John was like, it's okay, Monica. It's ambient noise. It makes it sound like you're in a newsroom. Maybe it even makes you seem, like, more cool. And I'm like, okay. So so hopefully, if you hear him typing away behind me, it just does sound like ambient noise to you as we go forth in this episode. <laughs> okay. So I broke your inventory checklist down into three parts. I broke it into website, email, and social media. Because you know how I like grouping things together. I just like organizing, right? So some of the things on my checklist, they're like cleaning out the fridge. You gotta go through the fridge, you gotta empty out those Tupperware containers and get rid of the stuff that's not good anymore, right? So that's part of this. But then the other part of it is making sure that you know that your assets are ready to go and use when you need them. and. As I was explaining this episode to our sound guy, John, earlier, I tried, I I was explaining it to him like a suit. So you've got a wedding that you're going to go to. You've got a suit in your closet. And you know you have that asset. That suit is an asset to you because you don't have to go buy another one. You're just going to put it on and you're going to wear it to the wedding, right? But, But you didn't check the suit before the wedding. You just pull it out of the closet and you're getting ready to put it on. And you realize that it still has food on it from the last wedding that you went to. That stinks because now your suit, it's not an asset anymore. And if if you had checked it beforehand, you could have taken it to the cleaners, right? And, and gotten it ready to wear to that wedding. It could have been great. You would have looked so dapper in your amazing suit. But instead, now you're going to like have to hustle and shuffle things around and figure out what on earth outfit you're going to wear to this event because... We didn't do the planning beforehand. And that's not what we want to happen when we're getting ready to go to a wedding. And it's certainly not what we want to happen with our marketing either. Okay. So suits and refrigerators, boom, that's what I'm talking about today. (laughs) All right. So let's start at the top with your website. The first thing I want you to do is go out, log into your admin section and review your site admins. This is cleaning out the fridge, okay? Make sure that all the users on your website should actually be users and that they're not past employees. Delete anybody who shouldn't have access anymore. Just don't delete all of the site administrators. Don't do that because then you'll actually lock yourself out of your website. I've totally had clients do that before. Don't do that. That's bad. It's hard to get everything back and it is time consuming. The second thing I want you to do is this is looking at your suit, okay? So look at your staff, service, and projects pages. Are there services that you offer that are not listed on your website right now? Are there services that you don't offer that are listed on your website right now? And are your staff members accurate? Do some need to be removed? Are there job listings up there that have been expired? Are there events that have passed that you don't want to advertise for anymore? Are there projects that need to be added? And are there projects that are just not as cool as they were anymore? Maybe you don't do work like that as much anymore. Maybe you want to take them off. So look at those items. And also in that same suit category is making sure that your website doesn't stink for your mobile users. Like, is it phone friendly? So open your website on your phone and really look at it and click on stuff. Like, does it work? Do you hate it? Does it look cool? Are your fingers too big to click the buttons? My dad always complains about that because he has big fingers. And I'm like, well, it works for me. And he's like, it doesn't work for me. Anyway, 
So people are way more likely to view your site on their phone now than ever before. Every year for the past five years, I have seen an increase in mobile traffic on every website I review, and that's a lot. Most websites that I review have a minimum of 25% of their traffic coming from a mobile device. So we need to make sure that your website is ready for people to look at and use on their phones. I also want you to look at your biggest competitor's website on your phone. Like what does their website look like? Because you might have built your website four or five years ago and know exactly how it works. And, and honestly, things were really different four or five years ago. The browsers were different. The website expectations were different. Like ask yourself, is your website keeping up with the times and the Joneses? Because we want you to look awesome when you meet people. Get that suit cleaned, right? Now, while you're out on your website, I want you to test your contact form. And I know this seems like a strange suggestion initially because you set it up at one point in time. But I want you to pretend to be a visitor on your own site and fill out that form or an application or whatever lead generator or donation form that you have on your website. This is gonna accomplish two things. First, you need to find out if it's set up correctly to collect all the information that you need to actually work the lead or get the donation and that it's working properly. And also ask yourself like, is the form asking for enough information? Like is enough information being sent to the right place in the right way so that it's easy for your staff to collect it and use it? And then second, you should receive a confirmation email. You wanna see whether people are getting an email back that's meaningful to them because remember that like this form is often the start of your relationship and it should tell them what the next step in the process is going to be. Sometimes, I mean often, usually, we just set up the website, we set up the forms, and then we never look at them again. We never test the forms. So we don't know what that response looks like anymore. You don't even know if it sends from the right person or to the right person because we just don't think about it. But if you do think about it, this is the very first time that people come in contact with your business or your organization. So it needs to be nice. You want to seem competent and helpful in that email. So make sure that you test your form and put that best foot forward. And then last but not least, I want you to test your payment gateway. Like if you offer the ability to make donations on your site or make payments, but don't receive them very often, now is a great time to test that payment gateway. So in layman's terms, you just need to test paying online on your site, right? And see, did you get a success email? Did the transaction actually complete? Did the payment go into your bank account? Were you notified of the payment? All those things, because we want to make sure that people feel confident and safe and comfortable making payments on your website. And when little things are off, it triggers this like flight mechanism in our brain. And we're like, oh, this isn't right. We don't want to do this. Go out and test those things on your website. All right. So. That is, those are the website suggestions that I have for you right now. I think you should check your site admins, look at your service staff and project pages, check your website on a phone, test your contact form, and test your payment gateway. All right, so let's move on to email marketing. This one's going to go a lot faster. Everything about email marketing is just ensuring that you have your list up to date. Like, you have to keep them updated. I know that it is time consuming and it is incredibly painful, but 
You've gathered these emails all year, and odds are good that you may have forgotten to add more than a few contacts to your email marketing list. Take it from me. I was just looking at the new email system that we're using, and I was like, man, it seems like we just don't have nearly enough construction subscribers anymore. Like, what happened to all of them? I'll tell you what happened to them all. I never set up anything to actually import them into the new email marketing service. Yeah, so not since May. These people have not received an email from me since May. Like, I am not serving them very well. I am fired, okay? Don't, I mean... Get, don't fire yourself though okay instead we're just we're gonna make it right so that is what john and i have been doing all week is making it right exporting those people from our website and importing them in the right way into the right segment into our new email marketing service because we forgot and you might forget too but you're not gonna know if you don't take inventory right so make sure that you export your new clients from billing and get them added to your list and export from your sales or donor management software to make sure that those individuals are now added to your list. Export all the people that signed up for events last year because sometimes they're registering on other websites that are not your website or that don't connect to your email marketing software. So we wanna get all those people that you met at your events and then also, if you attended events and they gave you an email list, I want you to make sure that you added all of those new friends in your email marketing as well. Because like I said, nothing feels worse than gathering all those contacts all year long and then realizing that they were never added to your list. You could have been building your relationship with hundreds more people throughout the year. So make sure that you do that year-end housekeeping to get all those contacts properly sorted into your email systems so you can be in an even better place for that relationship building next year. We don't wanna move backwards, right? That is my suggestion for you for email marketing. And if you're a nonprofit, ask your board, do they have people that they're willing to add to the list too? Like just do the reconnaissance, keep that list updated. All right, so next is social media. All right, so first I wanna talk a little bit big picture about that social media, or I should say those social media networks that you're involved in. I want you to keep the best and just ditch the rest. A lot of us are in more than one network. And man, if one network is really working and another isn't, I want you to be brave enough to let go of the dud and keep the winner. You don't have to be everywhere. You just need to be where your audience is. So if you tried out a new network and it's not growing, that's okay. You can let go of it if it's extra work for you or if it takes too much time or maybe it's not within your strengths and skill set. Like if people aren't responding to it, you can stop. Give yourself permission to stop. If you've been posting in LinkedIn because you think that's where all the affluent people are or that's where construction companies need to be, but nobody's clicking on your stuff and you don't have time to make it work or troubleshoot it or like dedicate the time to really grow it, then just stop putting it out on LinkedIn. Like what's the worst thing that could happen? Really, like give yourself permission to move on from it. You can invest that time in doing something that works for you, okay? Okay, so the second thing that I want you to do after you like, you know, let go of the bad baggage, cleaning out the fridge there, right, is more fridge cleaning. I want you to review your admins because just like your website, you have social media admins on your page and you need to make sure all those people should still have access. Like the last thing you want is for an ex-employee to suddenly get pissed off at you and take revenge by posting something inflammatory on your social media channels. And honestly, anybody who's an admin on your page, if they get hacked, those hackers have access to your page. 
because they're an admin on your page. So you just I mean, I take it from me. Mm -hmm. I've definitely had that happen. So while you're at it, take a look at your email notifications from each of your networks as well. Make sure that you're receiving notifications from your business accounts and that they're coming into your inbox. So that way you know if something weird is going on. Otherwise, they're just hanging out there in your spam folder or in your updates folder and you're just not going to see them. And people are not super nice all the time. I I know. I Accounts just all got hacked. It's really crappy. But if I would have had a better handle on where all my notifications were going, well, and they hacked me on a Sunday. So that's really crappy because I probably wouldn't have seen it anyway. But let's say that they were coming to a direct inbox instead of my primary inbox instead of my updates, I would have noticed them even faster. And then also I want you to ask yourself, like let's say that you are the CEO or you're the executive director, like are you even the right person to get those notifications? Is there someone else in your organization that is better to get all these social media notifications? So that way you can make sure that everything is safe and sound out there. And that people are getting responded to because remember social is about being social and if you don't know that people are commenting, then you won't know to respond to them. All right, so two more things in social media one and and so this one this is your suit right i want you to just be confident in asking people to follow you like check and make sure that you are inviting the people who interact with your social posts to like your page like a lot of people forget to do that on a regular basis but it's actually one of the easiest ways to grow your following it totally works Another super easy way to grow your following is to invite all your staff, to invite everyone they know to like your page. Yeah. Because we're always continually connecting with people via social media, but we often forget to ask them to like our pages. So now's the time to do it. I mean, you probably thought about it when you set up your page initially, but when was the last time that you went out and invited people to like your page? Those people that you have personal connections with on social media, those people are assets. They're marketing assets for your organization, and you can ask them to become involved with what you do. Don't feel bad about it. Ask. Okay, and then last but not least, while you're out there, this is your last suit-related item, check your chat and messenger autoresponders to make sure that you have them set up correctly. And if they're not set up, you might take the opportunity to set them up now and make sure that they say what you want them to say because these are things that once again, we just set up and we just forget about them forever. But these are the first interactions that people have with our organizations a lot of the time. So make sure that you're interacting with your potential customers or donors the same way that you would in person, right? And while you're out there, you can also do some reconnaissance to make sure that your contact information, your logo, the cover image, and your hours are all correct as well. A lot of the times we'll even adjust our mission as a company or our services, and we don't ever go out into our social media accounts and adjust our company profiles. We don't adjust that paragraph that talks about us. And, and we, could be, we could have set it up 20 years ago. I mean, really, at this point. So that's a really long time ago. Yeah, and so you don't sound like that anymore. So go out and, and definitely take a look at those things. So in social media, go out and be honest with yourself. If something's working, keep it. If a network isn't working, empower yourself to quit that network. Review your admins. Make sure that you invite people to follow your page. And also do a check on all your autoresponders and your graphics. 
and the content that you have out there that's written and describing your organization. All right, so friends, like I said before, I have personally forgotten every single one of the items on this checklist at least once, maybe even recently, maybe even this year, right? So I write this blog post and give you this podcast as much uh, as a reminder to myself, as a reminder to you. You should learn from my misadventures and don't feel bad about forgetting it, but get even, man. Like, evacuate the change from your couch. Make sure that you're up to date and start your next marketing push where you are now, not where you were last year. So all the things that I just listed off here, they're all out on maycreate.com in a blog post. So you can get this list over there if you're not an audio learner. And I mean, hopefully you weren't writing them down as you were driving in your car like I do so often because that's just not safe. It's not safe, friends. Mm -mm. Go out to the blog and get them, (laughs) okay? And of course, if you enjoyed this podcast or if you learned a thing or two, please give us a review. We are always trying to help more people with their marketing to solve their marketing problems. And the way that we meet more people is by you reviewing our podcast. And until next time, you know what to do. Go forth and market with purpose. Thanks again for listening to Marketing with Purpose. Head over to maycreate.com, M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com. Yeah, you heard me right, M-A-Y-E, create.com. For podcast notes and more resources to grow your business. Don't let your marketing suck. Get your pride on. Market with Purpose. <laughs>